Welcome to the Let's Talk Autism podcast. I'm Michelle Davey. And I'm Christelle. And it's Monday the 29th of March. The start of World Autism Awareness Week. And this is the Let's Talk Autism podcast marathon. This week, as part of the National Autistic Society's Super 7 Challenge, we will be recording seven podcasts a day for the seven days of World Autism Awareness Week. That's 49 podcasts in a week. It sure is. We better get on with it, Christelle. Let's go. Roll tiles. Hello and welcome back to the Let's Talk Autism podcast marathon. And right now we have Lindsay with us from Descend Life on Instagram. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Hi, Lindsay. Hello. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm okay today. Thank you. Not bad. Nice sunny afternoon. Yeah. (laughs) And tell us a little bit about your family setup, Lindsay. Tell us a bit about yourself and your journey. Yeah, so um, my son, Sydney, is um, five years old. He was five this year and um, he was diagnosed with autism last summer. So, yeah, quite a big thing to go through in the middle of a pandemic. How was your diagnosis? Because Christelle had her diagnosis in the summer and it was through Zoom. Was that similar for yourself or was there kind of half restrictions lifted then? Um, we had that little window of opportunity when people could come and see us and we were we we actually started off in the NHS and then we we got this kind of report where they were kind of flagging speech and language issues but we knew it was autism so we, we actually ended up going down a private route in the end with this with a, a chap that's kind of credited and um, you know it's all very official but he came to see us just before lockdown in March last year and then we weren't able to see him again till July but he was able to come to our house and do those observations and reports and and, and give us a diagnosis so yeah so that was how it kind of came about um how did you feel after that diagnosis do you well, have your suspicions I take yeah it? yeah absolutely had our suspicions some of Sydney's behaviors were not just speech and language delay it was quite clear to us that he was you know on the spectrum and, and you know he, he presents quite high um as, as some people would say you know he's verbal he's you know he's got social skills he's you know he's he's able to you know able to do a lot of things but um some of his behaviors you know he's very does a lot of repetitive behaviors lots of stimming it has lots of you know meltdowns really struggles with transitions routine so we knew it was more than just you know not being able to communicate too well with us been going on the journey started probably when he was around two the nursery flagged that to us so we've we've had various interventions since then um we're lucky to get on a panel at the start of last year with various professionals which then started us on the route to an educational healthcare plan as well, which we were able to get in place for school last September. Started mainstream school last year and um, is doing really well. Yeah, the plan helps, definitely. (laughs) And how old is he now? He's five now, yeah. Five. And how how did you explain autism to him? And does he understand um, what it means? No, I don't think he does at this stage. We've kind of, I was having like, we were thinking about the other day, um, his dad and I, you know, when do we need to start having that conversation with him, really? I don't really know because his understanding of language is is complex, you know. Um, he's kind of, he knows language on a basic level, but trying to sort of explain things deeper, I think it would get a bit lost on him. Although we have got this really useful book at home about what the, the guy diagnosed um, Sydney was a girl with a curly hair. It, um, it's called, oh, I've heard um, this book, yeah. Yeah, so he was looking through that the other day, and, and, it, and I'm not big, he has Asperger's syndrome, which I know is not really a term that's kind of used as much anymore, but I was kind of going, oh, this is 
this is you and you know, this is some of the things that you do but yeah we haven't had that conversation yet and I don't know when I need to have it really <laughs> I think my, with my yeah. son uh he'll be eight in September and he's he's just started to ask more questions about it within the last couple of weeks I don't know if it's where they've been doing world autism week assemblies and and things Mm. like that at school but in preparation but yeah he's just started to ask me it just took me by complete surprise the other day was just walking to school and he just said mummy how did I get autism oh did he yeah and I was like um yeah just kind of just kind of knew yeah it took me back you know thinking oh wow because obviously I do I had had conversations with him but as you say it's it's hard isn't it to explain and yeah you know when when they're so young and uh seems like a similar sort of route with with our son as your son um he was diagnosed uh just uh just before his third birthday so yeah, yeah it was um it's just now that he started to ask more questions so mm. um yeah so maybe that'll come but I just sort of said well you was you was born that that's who you are yeah that's what I want to do I don't think that autism is this dirty word in our house you know it's mm. it's 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 there and it's you know it's ever present and it's it's a challenge at times and do and sometimes I would like life to be easy for him I can see that already that how life is going to be hard but I wouldn't want him any other way like this is who he is you know and like I want him to like really feel empowered by by that and that you know for him to know that he can he can do anything really I suppose Sydney this is his first year isn't it at school so his reception and we've yeah. had all the lockdown and everything how did that transition go especially with then I mean obviously the EHGP must have really helped mm. have that in place before he started reception yeah. school yeah it did help we 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 kind of put two schools on the um on the application and they got they said they couldn't meet his needs so we frantically were trying to find a school last summer and the school that we found um, was not in our catchment, but um, I liked it because it's quite a smaller class. So there's only 16 of them in reception. And um, we kind of were able to do some outdoor meetings with the with the teacher beforehand. Um, and, you know, I was able to send over the, the plan and and we kind of put together a social story about Sid and, and some of the things that you might need to help him cope and deal with transitions and PEX boards. So... Yeah, it's been, I haven't been able to sit down in a room and talk to them properly in person, but we've been communicating as best we can over the phone. Some challenges have started to present at school, you know, um, just this week, another child kind of drew all over his bag and, you know, and, and that upset him because like, you know, he was something like that, like, you know, his belongings are very precious to him. And so I can't really have that conversation, I suppose, in school about it still at the moment. But I don't know, I'm going into mainstream education with him um I know it's going to be a bit of a battle but I'm glad that we've got the plan because yeah fantastic can, yeah refer to that I suppose oh thank you so much Lindsay for coming on and speaking okay. to us today it's been fantastic to meet you and you? where can people find you if they want to follow you which they yeah. should <laughs> yeah so it's um at the send live so it's at and then it's underscore the underscore send underscore life yeah on instagram and um that's where we're at thank Thank you you. cheers Bye. Bye. bye